Today we're going to talk about responsive search ads and how to optimize your setup. Have you ever wondered what a callout is? What's a structured snippet? When to use a promotion? When to use prices on RSAs? What's the difference between just even those two? We're going to talk about all those today and how to improve your RSA ads uh, setup. So responsive search ads. What what was a precursor to these, right? Like what happened before the infamous RSA setup happened or they became available? So previously they were called expanded text ads. And these were three headlines, two descriptions. Two of the headlines were used. I believe one of the descriptions was used and that's really it. And these are very um, SCAG, uh, single keyword ad group. It's almost like hacking. So you would set up your single keyword ad group, right? For your keyword ad relevancy and you know trying to boost up your quality score which is ad relevancy uh landing page experience and expected click-through rate right from your historical data that all makes up your your quality score so to do that what you need to do was have something very targeted that's where expanded text ads came in my friends so with that you're able to kind of um almost hack if you will and really just own those words and just go after them whether they're branded whether they're categorical whether they were competitor um these are no longer actually being supported um they, they are if you're already in your campaign i take that back they are if you're in your campaign but you cannot like add these right they're they're deprecated um so if you had them if you're a grandfather in your campaign you can still use them i do think if you turn them off for a while though they won't turn back on so be careful if you have them still but i mean really you shouldn't i mean i don't see a big plus here to be very honest i know a lot of people moaned and groaned when they first went away but i don't I don't see, I, I see RSA really um, doing a dynamic job. And I really think RSA, when they first came out, I think it was ahead of its time because these are really, were designed for time these times right now for AI and for predictive modeling, smart bidding. They, man, they saw this coming down the road. Um, there's no doubt about it here. 15 headlines, four descriptions. Um, you can actually pin on the headlines and two of the descriptions as well and what's pinning. Pinning is when you activate the pin and something stays always within that headline or description. Um, how does it affect your score? Well, it on the report card at the top, it goes down. There's something about pinning that the algo just hates, which makes sense because it limits its choices, right? Your real estate, if you use two pins, just went plummeted by two thirds, right? Then you only go, now the algo can only pick one. So... Of course, it's going to knock you down, right? So in terms of performance, I've seen average when I've pinned do really good. So I think the report card is just a very estimated thing. I don't, I think it's just monitors how relevant your keywords are really. I, I think that's really where it ends. Um, but, you know, it, it feels great when it's excellent. I understand that. It's a very psychological feeling, but just make sure you understand that, it's an estimate, right? And you, at the end of the day, know the intent of your audience better than the algo does, right? Like you understand that a Black Friday special takes away from the real estate of your branded keywords and it may drive the score down, but it's worth it because it's a Black Friday special and it's gonna do fantastic and it's 30% off on it. So you know, that needs to be pinned, right? So so sometimes uh, you know, your what you think will engage is, is kind of, or what the, the uh, big event is um, uh, will trump what the algorithm at that point will do, will estimate will do the best. So um, use your best practice, use your head there. Um, 
And then, of course, you're able to include little static images. That's actually a very cool thing. I use that all the time. It does help. Um, it's just another way to just boost just all these different things within the RSA ads just really help to, for a combined effect. And we're going to talk about some other things such as the display URL path as well. Very small things that all add up to a larger click-through rate. So let's go to, yes, the display path. So this is something, man, no one does this. No one does this, guys. It's, it's, it's kind of sad. Um, so with this at the very top, you have your, you have your URL. On the display path, you can write whatever you want. So if you want to write um, something that that complements your your keywords here on discounted inventory or full service, right? Like that should be that should complement that display path should complement that. You can't change the domain, but you can display the two paths after the um, after the slash, right? So you can um, you can change that however you want. It should complement your keywords again. It's what I was saying before. It's all these little things that it helps. It helps um, boost your overall click-through rate and your and your real estate, if you will. So um, again, that's that's the beauty of this. No one uses this. There's no harm in doing this. It doesn't change a thing. <laughs> Definitely try and use it. It's it's very cool. I can't recommend display path enough. Now, will it change your? Will it make your 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 click-through rate double? You know, from two to you know five no but it will um like i said it's these little touches that rsa adds that can help help improve your overall score also uh dynamic keyword insertion um this is nothing new i i've uh, I think we all know dynamic keyword insertion, um, and that's when you hear the bracket and you're entered, able to enter the keyword um, here. But the cool thing is, is a lot of people don't understand the title versus sentence versus lowercase. So if you have like two words, right, the first untitled each first word or first letter in the in the words is capitalized. In sentence, it's only the first word. In lowercase, everything is undercase, uh, lowercase, right? That's the only thing. So keep that in mind as you use it. Um, I'm always you know, it, it's funny if, if somebody's kind of junior and they're not using dynamic keyword insertion, I can I can tell. And and to be very honest, though, dynamic keyword insertion is not the answer to everything. But it's um, you know, it's uh, if somebody's not using them, and I can tell it should have been there. Like that's when I can tell. Okay, somebody's um, maybe a little bit junior. And then the cool thing about dynamic keyword insertion is you have the keyword insertion, but you also have the countdown and location keyword insertions as well. So with location, let's start off with this one. Location is very cool because that's based on your tar your location targeting. So say you have something, so I'm in LA, and excuse this example, but say we're in LA and we have a pizza shop, right? And say it's a big pizza shop, so it has different segments within LA, right? And these segments appear in your targeting, right? So say there's Hollywood, right? You have the Valley, right? You have Studio City, you have uh, downtown and you have um, East Hollywood and then you have Elysian Park, right? So you have these six, five different areas, right? And they're all in the system. They're all in location. So you can actually extrapolate out those locations. As long as they're a city, you can extrapolate them out. Now, sometimes the cities aren't there. Sometimes they are, um, you know, sometimes even just a general like city location, um, it's like a quasi city will be there uh, that is not fully incorporated, but sometimes they are in there. So it'll actually um, pull out that naming convention for that location within the dynamic keyword in location insertion and show that. So it'll say Hollywood pizza shops near me, right? It'll actually say that in the thing or nearby. 
and then your it'll be actually appear within your headline if you say um, location pizza shops nearby, right? And I know that's already thirty words, but you see my example. And then almost you can actually use that for a description as well. So this is very cool. A lot of people don't use this. Also, to countdown, this never gets used. Um, I I've seen it randomly here and there. The location one I never see. But the the countdown I think is a great gem if you're like an e-retailer, if you're um, if you deal if you live and die on sales, this is for you. It really is because it countdowns from you know from basically any time. the The issue is when to countdown, right? Do you need a countdown at two months before? No, that's silly. <laughs> that's all right. Got you know it's gonna it's gonna say one month and thirty days or, or whatever. It'll say like you know sixty days. What kind of countdown is that? Really, I think the best practices for countdown is two weeks. I think that's fine because if you think about it, 12 days, 11 days, you know, just psychologically. And then once you get into the final under 10, anything at nine or low, it's like then it gets serious, right? So it builds that, um, it builds that intent and that frequency to make sure that people understand, oh, wow, there's this like Black Friday special or this what, end of the year special or October sale when you know all the new uh, motorcycles or all the new cars are coming back, coming in, et cetera. So I would explore these. So there's three of them. Keyword insertion, which most people use, location insertion, and then <coughs> um, countdown keyword insertion as well. So check all three of those out. Location is based on your geo. So you have to make sure that your um, those locations are in are targetable. Also, uh, a thing about location is you have to. It's recommended you break these out by campaign, right? Because say you have those different locations, right? We said Hollywood, Studio City, Downtown, Elysian Park, and East Hollywood. You had five, right? So let's just say where I'm at in Hollywood, it just takes the money up, right? So for some reason, people in Hollywood are just nuts over pizza. And it just, for some reason, just the, the conversion rate, the CTR and everything is just a little bit higher, but the demand is equal in other areas, right? But for some reason, just the algo just goes right into Hollywood. Well, the problem with this is, is you have people, hungry people in Elysian Park, you have hungry people downtown, and you have hungry people in Studio City. Do you see what I'm saying? So those places don't get as much spend, but there's a, there should be an appetite there. What you need to do is break those campaigns out, unfortunately. So when you test this, if you go, do go for this, make sure you test it in the beginning, see the distribution. If you even think there's a distribution problem, break out the campaign right away. Like, and, and then that way you'll make sure that all those different geos are covered and you're not losing your shirt on just one location and people, you know, and then your boss is yelling to you, why am I not getting any sales? And you know, the next city, it's all in this, <laughs> it's all in this one city, right? You see how, see what I mean? So you got to make sure you, um, you make sure you know what you're, you know, how you're setting this up, right? So be careful about location, make sure you break out campaign. If, um, test it out once, if you, you know, see how it does. Otherwise the fix is to break it out by campaign. Uh, site links. Oh, these are easy. These are a cinch. So what these do is they just add additional, um, really they're designed to add additional real estate to your ad. So here you can add even other pages. You can add, um, you can even add social really here. You can add video, you can add uh, different elements of your camp, of your, um, of your particular uh, platform, if you will, right? So, and the beauty of these, uh, I, they have a couple of functions, right? 
I tend to always view it as a real estate issue, right? So if you're doing branded keywords, right? So say just for some reason you have a problem, just people are going after keywords all the time. What I love about these is this has your paid headlines and descriptions, but then it has all these other keys, right? See how it expands out, expands out, and then you have your SEO. So ideally you just have a full takeover of your branded keywords by using these, using site links. So if you're not using them, you know, you should definitely use them as a best practice. Um, the thing that, that, you know, you have to be careful of is, is, is it's still a cost per click, right? So if somebody clicks to watch a video, guess what? It's coming out of your budget, right? Whereas opposed to if they're going to landing page, blah, blah, blah. But at least they're entering your ecosystem. So just keep that in mind. Um, so it really depends, you know, where you're at in your, how you're using these in your conversion funnel. Are they bottom of funnel and you just want just to go to your page and just buy? Well, then it's that in a promotional piece or, or some other urgency piece or countdown piece. But if it's mid funnel, top of funnel, well, you know, then you, hey, maybe you do want somebody to click and go to your YouTube page. It really depends how you want to fashion it. Moving right along. Uh, so we have, oh, this is a good one. I, I wanted this to come up. So we have callouts and snippets. Oh man, no one knows the difference. So structured snippets uh, is what they're calling Google ads. So these are categorical. Uh, they have a structure. So you have brands, you have um, services, you have types. You, I think you even have restaurants, I think, or food or something. So there's a whole bunch of different, there's a roughly, I'd say about 12 different categories. And here the cool thing is, you know, the riches are in the niches, right? So what do I mean by that? Sometimes if you have like a store, right? And you think there's a brand you carry or something you do, a service that really gets a lot of hand raising, this may be for you because say, say you're sh you have a shoe store, right? So you have a shoe store and you got, you care, everybody carries Nikes. That's not a big deal. Everybody carries Adidas, but say you carry um, LA gear and Doc Martens, right? And then, you know, so, so then people are like, wow, okay. So, you know, we sell shoes. We, you know, we carry these two, but then we also carry Doc Martens and LA gear, right? Which are very niche. So people are going to be like, well, maybe not Doc Martens, but definitely LA gear is. So people will be like, wow, they actually carry those. That's kind of cool. So do you see how that works? So it's, it's additional uh, verbiage that you don't have to use in your description, right? Or because you know, it's roughly 90 characters long, right? So, or 90 words long. So you have to be um, sensitive, or 90 characters long. So you have to be kind of sensitive to how you use it, right? So that's where that's where I really see it is when there's like something you do or carry that can really just kind of make you stand out just a little bit more, especially a service. Like if there's like say you're like uh, a plumber and you do like you know some kind of like service nobody everybody wants but nobody wants to do, right? Um, uh, you know, you, you're able to say that. Um, the thing with callouts, callouts are, are kind of along the same line, but there's no structure. So if you want to say something that's a lot different, broader from your competitor, that's the key. So say you have something broader like um, made in the, you know, we only carry things made in, made in the USA or we um, uh, 30 day returns, uh, free shipping, uh, free return shipping. Um, you see how that adds up? So if you have these call-outs that are really kick-ass, you know, 20% off, whatever, you know, you can activate these and these have you stand out. These are good competitor-wise. Snippets work better with consumers, right? Because you want people that really stand out. Call-outs work better for product differentiation on your services. And let's see here. Oh, cool. Some cool... 
uh, RSA tips. So the first thing I'd say is always examine your keywords in the planner. A lot of people, I noticed lately, just people go straight to AI and just start plugging away. Really do the homework. You know, it's not that much more. It's like, I'd say maybe if you spend 15 minutes in the planner, you can get some great tips. It's still a good best practice to be there. Um, I'm, I need to do a video on that. I haven't yet, but I will. Um, because, you know, you, you, you can have all these awesome keywords, but if they're not getting traffic, what's the, you know, you have to really compare, you know, examine where they are, you know, how's the bid? Is it, you know, is it a high, medium or low right now? What is the cost per click? You know, a lot of people I don't see doing this that much anymore. They kind of just go straight to AI, you know, really do the homework. Um, craft compelling headline, full 15 and four descriptions. You know, we talked about pinning, unpinning, but, you know, make sure that um, you're using the thing, you're using the, the AI as fully as possible, right? Even if it's minor differences, use the full 15, man. I don't understand why people don't do that. And you know, and if it's too much, use the dynamic keyword insertion tool. If not, use, fill that thing up, man. Like I, I don't understand why people, I, I go to some of these ads and they're not filled up. You know, the thing even tells you what keywords will probably do the best, you know? So um, even stuff like uh, buy online today, like, just something to give it, give it ammunition to optimize to. Will it probably use that as much as, um, you know, whatever, Black Friday, 30% off? No, but it's a good add-on to just have it be there to optimize. Again, river, give the river options as channels to go to and have it go to flow correctly. Um, test and refine. Yeah, two to three. So this kind of goes well saying before, always have those two, always have more than one RSA going on, always have multiple. Um, uh, promotions, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. I'm gonna actually just hold on that one. Uh, dynamic keyword insertions, right? We talked about this. Countdown, location, keyword. Um, oh, and this is cool. So let's go back to promotion. So, and because I'm gonna talk about shopping right now. So there's price and promotion. You know, the price ads, the price extensions, I'm, I've never been a fan of. I've used them, they suck, they're terrible. Like, if you're gonna use price, Use use shopping campaigns like our shopping uh, standard shopping uh, campaigns. Like I just don't understand why people would even use those. They're terrible. Um, so standard shopping or even a Pmax shopping, you can do in feed now. So that's a whole other hack. You can do um, shopping only campaigns in 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 Pmax. Um, I I should now that's another one I should do, but. Make sure that you're doing real shopping campaigns, right? Because there's a whole infrastructure to that. Because when you think about it, there's Google Merchant Center, there's a whole algorithm, and has a whole section of buyers on the Google Shopping Channel, right? Platform itself. So if you think people are gonna buy on search, think about it, that's not the area, right? So of course those are always weak. So if you're using them, make sure you're using them in a way that's very directional, almost like you just want it there just to show like, Hey, we have Ninja motorcycles at whatever three thousand dollars a piece this year, or they're five thousand dollar discount or something. But then even that, see, that's more promotional. Now the promotion cards, I think those are awesome. I use those all the time for specials, especially discounts. The percentage discount, those are awesome. So promotions are good. The price extensions, pff, I'm not a fan of at all. Um, so definitely, I would I would steer clear of both. Um, and then, or not of both, but of uh, the price one. Um, and then use your URL, URL display path, really. Like, um, you know, that's the most underused thing I've ever seen. So that's really it on those. Um, I wanted to say thank you. 
I wanted to say we just activated our Instagram as well. So we have Instagram, we have Medium. Check out the Medium articles, guys. Like that is, man, that's like 27 articles deep now. I'm such a, it's crazy. Uh, there's a goal I'm going. Once I get it, I'll say what it is. Um, on top of that, we have this very vlog on all these podcast platforms. And then we're on LinkedIn. So thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you have any questions whatsoever, put them in the comments or reach out to me. Um, thank you so much.